0: Hello, this is Deepak Jasani from HDFC Securities talking to you on 22nd of April 2023 at about 4 in the evening with another edition of TGIW, a weekly audio podcast summarizing the happenings of the past week and trying to forecast the directions and levels in the coming week. Indian equity benchmarks ended with modest losses during the week, snapping a three-week winning streak. Sensex and Nifty ended lower by 1.28% and 1.14% respectively during the week. Domestic markets fell as IT stocks reacted negatively after the quarterly earnings. FIS continued their selling spree and uh, global queues remained weak. Investors became cautious as as uncertainty over the path of US monetary policy outweighed optimism regarding China's economic recovery. Markets ended in the red in 4 out of 5 trading sessions. In the broader markets, BSE mid-cap index rose 0.5% and BSE small-cap index added 0.3%. Market breadth tilted in favor of gainers as 11 shares advanced for every 10 losers. Average cash turnover on the NSE was similar to the previous week. Sectoral indices were mixed. PSU Bank index added 2.1%, oil and gas gained 1.3%, FMCG was up 1.1%, and pharma added 0.5%. IT lost the most by 5.5%, followed by power down 0.9%, and capital goods down 0.8%. Among nifty 100 stocks, Bandhan Bank added 7.6%, HPCL rose rose 7.5%. Vajaj Holdings was up 7%, Indigo gained 5.8%, Yes Bank rose 5.5%. On the downside, Infosys fell 11.7%, LT Infotech was down 10.2%, Tech Mahindra declined 8.1%, C Cement fell 7.4%, and InfoEdge was down 5.1%. As per provisional figures, FIs were net sales of rupees 4643 crores in the equity markets during the week, and DIs were net buyers of rupees 3026 crores. Major US stock indices edged slightly higher on Friday but were still lower for the week as investors juggled recession and banking sector concerns against expectations for the remainder of the first quarter running season. CBOE Volatility Index, WIX, Wall Street so called Fear Gauge, fell to its lowest level since late 2021. For the week, Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 0.2%, Nasdaq Composite fell 0.4%. Crude prices fell for the week, raising most of the OPEC-driven rally amid lingering concerns about higher interest rates, slowing global growth, and softening energy demand. U.S. crude prices were down 5.5% for the week at $77.9 a barrel. Gold price declined for the second week and ended below $2,000 an ounce mark, as resurgence in the dollar and strong PMI data from major economies backed expectations for rate increases from central banks in May. Gold prices were down 1% for the week at $1982.1 an ounce. Indian 10-year G-sec yield fell 4 basis points to 7.19% during the week. Indian rupee depreciated by 17 pesa to 82.15 per US dollar. Growing concerns over US debt ceiling stalemate in Washington also took center stage on Thursday as investors piled into one-month Treasury bill, sending its rate briefly plummeting by more than half of a percentage point. The one month US T bill rate was spotted at around 3.359% after slumping to the lowest level since mid October during the New York afternoon trading according to TradeWeb Other economic data include India's annual WPI decline for the 10th consecutive month to 1.34% in March the lowest since October 2020 compared to 3.85% in the prior period Domestic airlines carried a record 13 million passengers in March, up by over 11% compared to the corresponding month of 2018 and 2019. Air passenger traffic for the month was also 7% higher than February and 21% higher from a year ago. Indian government has increased special additional excise duty or windfall tax on crude petroleum from nil to 6,400 per tonne. S&P Global U.S. Manufacturing PMI rose to 50.4 in April from 49.2 in March and pointed to the first expansion in factory activity in six months, preliminary estimates showed. Services PMI increased to 53.7 in April, up from 52.6 the month before. The Conference Board's leading economy index for March, released on Thursday, fell to the lowest level since November 2020 as the number of people collecting unemployment benefits in the U.S. reached the highest level since November 2021. Traders were pricing in a 86% probability that the U.S. Fed will raise interest rates by another 25 basis points to a range of 5 to 5.25% on May 3, according to CME FedWatch tool. However, they also see a possibility that the Fed will be cutting interest rates by the end of 2023. Consumer price inflation rate in the UK is to 10.1% year-on-year in March, down from 10.4% in February. Factory gate prices of goods produced by UK manufacturers slowed to 8.7% year-on-year in March from a downwardly revised 11.9% in the previous month. S&P Global CIPS UK manufacturing PMI declined to 466 in April from 479 in March, preliminary estimates showed. Services PMI increased to 549 in April from 529 in March. Euro area recorded a trade deficit of Euro 30.6 billion in January, widening slightly from Euro 30.2 billion gap in the corresponding period of the previous year. Imports grew by 9.7%. While exports jumped by 11%. Annual inflation rate in the euro area was confirmed at 6.9% in March, down for a fifth consecutive month from last October's record high of 10.6% and its lowest level since February 2022. The HCOB flash eurozone manufacturing PMI fell to 45.5 in April from 47.3 in March. Preliminary estimates showed services PMI rose to 56.6 in April from 55 in the previous month. The HCOB Germany manufacturing PMI fell to 44 in April, pointing to the biggest contraction in the manufacturing sector since May 2020. Preliminary estimates showed services PMI rose to 55.7 in April from up from 53.57 in the previous month. Industrial production in Japan grew by 4.6 percent month-on-month in February, compared with a flash reading of 4.5 percent gain and a fi- final reading of 5.3 percent slump in January. The AU Jibun Bank Japan manufacturing PMI increased to 49.5 in April from a final 49.2 in March, pointing to the highest reading since October last year. Preliminary estimates showed. Services PMI edged down to 54.9 in April from a final 55.0 in the previous month. Chinese economy advanced 4.5% year on year in Q1 of 2023, accelerating from a 2.9% growth in Q4. Quarter on quarter economy grew 2.2%. China's industrial production increased by 3.9% year-on-year in March, faster than a 2.4% rise in January-February combined. China's retail sales rose 10.6% from, a prior, from the prior year in March, sharply quickening from a 3.5% gain in the prior month. NSE 500 company uh, results expected in the coming week include 24th of April IndusInd Bank Mahindra Logistics Persistent Systems, 25th of April, Bajaj Auto, Dalmia Bharat, HDFC AMC, Nestle, Tata Consumer. 26th of April, Bajaj Finance, HDFC Life, Maruti Suzuki, SBI Life, UTI AMC, Voltas. 27th of April, ACC, Axis Bank, Bajaj FinServe, HUL, Tech Mahindra, Trend, Wipro. 28th of April, Ultratech Cement. 29th of April, IDFC First Bank, and Kotak Mahindra Bank. Events in the coming week include 27th of April, USS Q1 GDP growth. 28th of April India's core infrastructure output and fiscal deficit, Bank of Japan's monetary policy, Eurozone's Q1 GDP growth, US's personal consumption expenditure and consumer sentiment, 30th April China's official manufacturing and non manufacturing PMI number. Nifty fell 1.14% over the week, forming a bearish engulfing pattern. 17,842 to 17,863 band will now be a crucial resistance for the Nifty. 17,428 could be a support in the near term. Q4 results have turned out to be a mixed bag and the broad market seems tired due to lack of fund buying in small and mid caps. That's all for this audio podcast. Thank you and have a great trading and investment week ahead.